Hey there. Thanks for tuning in to Ermia Matters, a podcast about higher education, risk management, and insurance. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone. This is Jenny Whittington, Ermia's Executive Director, and I am pleased to be hosting Ermia Matters, our podcast. It's so great to be back on the air with our members. So hello to everyone out there in Ermia podcast land. Today, we are going to be talking about an underutilized and maybe even a misunderstood benefit of Ermia as a member benefit. It's our career center. If you're on our website, you can find it on our services menu, and you can get to post a job or find a job, depending on what you're looking for. It's super easy to find. So in researching for this podcast, I found out that this is maybe an underutilized member benefit. So I am so happy to have a couple of our long-term members with us to talk about the Ermia Career Center and, you know, and considering some of the workforce issues that we are all dealing with, the great uh, resignation, the silver tsunami, whatever you want to call this current situation we're in, our Career Center can help our members. So um, while I'm both excited every time I hear about an Ermian moving to the next chapter of their life, and um, for all the Ermia members out there, you've seen a lot of uh, kudos to folks who have resigned, or I'm sorry, <laughs> retired in the, in the last, gosh, probably six to, to 12 months. Ermia is fortunate to have a lot of long-term members. I'm so happy to see them get to that next phase of their their life into retirement. But we, we miss you, and we want you to stay part of our vibrant community. So today, we have two wonderful members with us. Um, first, we have Luke Fagora from Northwestern University. Um, Luke, why don't you just introduce yourself? I wanted you to tell me a brief story about hiring staff. Welcome. Sure. Uh, good to hear you, Jenny. So I'm Luke Figura. I'm Vice President for Operations at Northwestern University. Been at Northwestern for a little over seven years and spent some time at the University of Chicago before that. I have uh, had the opportunity to do quite a bit of hiring over the last handful of years. Yeah, more uh, Most recently, maybe, uh, you know, just uh, one thing I would mention is probably in early 2019, actually right before the pandemic, Northwestern University did a kind of an early retirement voluntary separation program uh, you know, offered to our, our employees, longer term employees. And um, my team was uh, benefited from that quite a bit, uh, maybe. Uh, but <laughs> so at one point in time, I think of about I had about 80 uh, positions on my teams. Uh, 28 of those were vacant. Um, oh my gosh! So I had a good uh, a good opportunity to uh, do a lot of hiring and use all the resources out there. And and obviously, just like everyone right now, I think you're dealing with turnover and trying to recruit new people and retain the people that are here. So uh, happy to have this conversation today. Awesome. Well, that that was quite a story. I, I didn't realize that it was such a large number. That that had to be a pretty complex adventure for you. <laughs> it made for it made for a long uh, couple months, but uh, but we made our way through it. Did you get pretty tight with your HR people? They uh, became my best friends. You know, <laughs> frequent <laughs> callers. Great. Exactly. That's Okay, our second guest on the podcast today is Keisha Trim from University of Richmond. So Keisha, same thing. Uh, introduce yourself briefly and tell us a little bit about your hiring history. Thanks, Jenny. Um, as you said, I'm Keisha Trim, and I am Senior Director of Risk Management and Insurance for the University of Richmond. I've been here for about 
um, seven years, a little over seven years, actually, and um, quite different from Luke. I come from a small institution, a much smaller risk management operation, so I don't have as much experience with hiring. I think since I've been here, I'm in the process of hiring my second person, period, in seven years. So quite a big difference there. So I'll go into it a little bit more as we go along here. Um, but that's just where I come from, my standpoint. That That is awesome. It's lovely to have people at both ends of the spectrum. And I wanted to mention as well, so Ermia is hiring. Um, if you hadn't heard, we are looking for a learning specialist to kind of be our education staff person. We've kind of relied on our retired risk managers for that role for a number of years. We kind of put it on hold with the pandemic. But when we started searching for this position, the pandemic opened up some opportunities for us too to expand our scope. You know, we, we are located in Bloomington, Indiana, and we love it here, but we don't have a huge workforce in Bloomington, Indiana. So when we have posted jobs in, in the last year, we posted them on the American Society of Association Executives. So that's my Ermia group. That's the Association for Associations. And what I've found is when you post in your, your peer group like that, you know, you get people that are well-qualified and super interested, you know, in, in association management in our, our world. But posting um, positions in the Ermia Career Center, you get a, a broad spectrum of people with higher education risk management interest. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. Why I invited uh, Luke and Keisha today is that um, when I was doing research for the podcast, it looked like both of their institutions had uh, positions posted in our career center. To be transparent, I wanted to share with the listeners that Ermia's Career Center is a non-dues revenue source for us, so we do make revenue from the career center. Ermia members receive a hundred dollar discount on ads. So non-member rates start at $300 and member rates start at $200 for a 30-day posting. So please keep this in mind. I think it's very reasonable because I remember in the early days of Ermia placing classified ads in the newspaper and they were super expensive. I mean, it was not unusual to spend $800, $1,000 on a very small, not even like color classified ad. So I think a $200 ad is a bargain. Um, and we all know recruitment and retention and workforce development is so important right now. So Luke, I wanted to turn to you now and hear about your most recent hiring process. I know um, the position that I reached out to you about was a little bit different than the positions you posted back in 19. But yeah, tell us a little bit about, about what you learned about that position. Yeah, so we've got a, a posi- we've got a few positions posted right now, but um, I think the one that caught your eye was a senior director of uh, risk and insurance here at Northwestern. It's kind of the lead of our, our risk and insurance group, Northwestern. And, uh, in previous uh, years, I'd have posted kind of some risk analyst jobs, and I think a claims analyst job directly to the Ermia Career Center. Um, but uh, in this most recent one, we worked uh, really closely with our talent acquisition team to craft the position, kind of get it posted on our own career sites. And I think they have a number of different resources that they use to kind of help push it out through various uh, sources, you know, LinkedIn and other, um, you know, kind of other industry HR type tools. And so I think what, what we learned is, uh, yeah, so th- we kicked it off here and it went through a couple of those sources and then ultimately found its way into the Arabian Career <laughs> Center, even though I didn't uh, actively do that myself. And 
I had seen some of those things uh, in the past, but um, it seemed like that happened really quickly, Jenny, that in more or less kind of overnight after it being posted, it showed up. And so maybe you'll talk a little bit about all these different moving pieces, we think, but um, it was interesting for me to see how that uh, made it over there pretty quickly. Yeah. So when we created our career center, um, we worked with a third party and we purposefully added a couple other networks to the postings that we, that our members post exclu- exclusively. So we know that we, our job board shares with Nakubo and NACUS, so the business officers and the auxiliary services associations. And then we also learned that there, there's another group that's called HERC, <laughs> the Higher Education uh, Recruitment Consortium. And Keisha learned a little bit about them. So I'm going to turn to her now to talk about her experience and um, I know she mentioned her talent acquisition specialist too. Is that is that the new um, new word for HR specialist now? Is that right? Yes, I guess it is. <laughs> so it seems to be a commonly commonly used term. Um, so Jenny, when you reached out to me about my posting that was in the career center, I was a little surprised because I did not know my position was in the career center. It is for a risk management specialist, but It's an entry-level position, and I did not actively place it in the career center or think about placing it in the career center. So um, I wondered how it got there. And so (laughs) um, after speaking to our talent acquisition specialist, I learned that whenever um, we post jobs online to our online uh, network, we have a contract in place with a company that automatically posts to three other networks, including HERC or the Higher Education Recruitment Consortium, as well as Talent Network and Career Builder. Great. And so through those networks, they then somehow find their uh, way to other networks like Career Center through Ermia. Perfect. And tell me, tell me a little bit more about what you learned about the specificity that you could do with your HR folks to to get targeted markets? Yes. Depending on the nature of the position or at the request of the hiring manager, um, you can, there are add-ons. So if you are um, needing an international focus, there are international packages you can place onto your job posting so it can reach a broader audience. There are also um, a number of diversity postings, there's a diversity package you can put on. So if you want to reach the LGBTQ community or Asian, Black, Hispanic, women, vets, it goes on and on. Um, So yes, you can definitely um, reach your DEI goals in that way. That is just amazing. I mean, I'd never thought about that. I mean, from my perspective of hiring people for Ermia, I've always thought, I mean, especially when I was only looking in Bloomington, Indiana, you know, I thought my pool was pretty small. But I mean, the tools we have in our disposal now are pretty cool. I mean, I, I just think that's that's an amazing opportunity. And as Ermia has a DEI, you know, strategic goal right now, I mean, I think that's a, a great thing that we can teach our members more about. One thing I wanted to touch on is just, you know, in this in this time of the great resignation and, and just workforce issues just in general, have you guys noticed any more, have you seen a, a, a higher number of open positions in the field or on your campuses? Yeah, so we've definitely seen kind of a larger aggregate number of kind of open positions. And 
that, you know, that's a couple of different things that's coming out of the pandemic and, um, you know, opening up a little bit more in terms of new positions and hiring. And so there's some new, uh, yeah, kind of new headcount in there. And then there's, there is some kind of uh, turnover as well. So it's, it's a combination of both of those. Um, and I think we're seeing that, you know, the, the pools are a little bit smaller than they were at one point in time. It's a little bit harder to kind of get, you know, at points in time, we had you know, 40, 50, 60 applicants for some jobs and um, not quite seeing that right now. Um, and again, I think not surprisingly, some really great people that are interested, um, especially if they don't have to move. Uh, but, you know, uh, college campuses uh, being what we are, I think there's... Um, yeah, probably more of an expectation in our industry that there's some in-person component than maybe in a certain other industries. So, so yeah, I think we are, um, we're clearly seeing it here and then just more generally across the industry, I guess. I don't know if, uh, Keisha, if you're seeing the same thing. Absolutely. We are experiencing the same thing. And um, just to your point, um, like I said, this is the second time I've had to hire since being here. And um, the last time I ran this position, I ran the job application, not job application, but I ran the position for about a week and had over 30 applicants. This time I ran it for a month and had eight. Wow. So it's a totally different environment. And yes, people are leaning more towards the work from home um, opportunities post COVID. And with our in-person um, environment the way it is being a college campus, a residential college campus, you know, it's it may not be the environment for a lot of people. So that may be impacting our applicant pool as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's interesting. So I get to participate in CHIMA, the Council of Higher Education Management Associations, and we had a pretty sobering uh, presentation from Andy Brantley from Coupa HR in December, you know, where he shared, you know, kind of across the board workforce issues in higher education. And um, the thing that really resonated with me is to really, you know, retention is so important and gratitude. You know, we really, these last two years have just been, you know, unbelievable from so, so many ways. And it's just been hard on, on all of us in different ways. And, you know, I think showing gratitude for your employees, and I know you guys in risk management have just worked your tails off. I mean, over the last two years, um, I didn't really think you guys could work harder um, than you did two years ago, but uh, my eyes have been eyes wide open now. I mean, I think you guys are asked to do so much more um, than you were even two years ago. So just hats off to you guys for all of that. Any other comments on, on workforce issues that you guys have? Well, you know, Jenny, one thing that I think is another benefit of the Career Center, one other thing that people should be aware of maybe is, you know, I, again, and I don't know technically how this works, um, but obviously, you know, the Ermia Career Center is pulling uh, jobs that have a, you know, keyword of risk management or insurance or whatever it might be. So for people looking for that next step in the risk management insurance kind of university world, um, it's a great resource to look at. I think the other interesting thing is it pulls other jobs too. Like you said, I think it pulls from Nakubo maybe or other sources. And so there's definitely jobs in there that may be the next job for a seasoned risk manager or even like you know, someone that might go uh, poke around because there's some HR roles in there and then they might see something that's more of a risk management job that piques their interest, you know, as an entry level or whatever it might be. And so, you know, it's not, I wouldn't say it's just for higher ed risk management only specialists. It's kind of got more things in there that, could probably uh, catch people's eyes. 
Absolutely. That, that's a good point. And I, I did want to share, I mean, some of the specific resources that are in the Career Center. Um, one thing that I just learned about, um, I'm not sure I knew this was something that you could do, but if you create an account in our Career Center, it can send you notifications when new positions are um are added to the career center, like things that you're specifically looking for. So I encourage members to look at that. And then there are a number of tools on the website. There's some career coaching, some resume writing, some reference testing, some career a career learning center. So many of those um, options have free resources. Some of them are for, for an add-on price, but they're things that you should really look at. There's some really good tips in there. I mean, I know I've always been a little cynical about reference checking, but the, the article that we have on there is, is pretty, um, pretty compelling on why, why you should do reference checking. Um, I've always just, you know, not wanted to to call references that were a given. I wanted to call references, you know, that you could really get a an honest uh, reference from. So there are some good tips there. Do you guys have any other um, just tips on hiring, like things that you look for that might might help folks? Just go into it with an open mind. Um, this is a different environment. I'm actually, you know, interviewing candidates this week. I have some good ones, and just. Be positive. <laughs> that's awesome. I think that's that is great advice. Um, well, I think that's it, guys. I think this is going to be a wrap on Ermia Matters. Um, thank you so so much for being my guests and and Ermia members. Um, there's a lot of information on our website about the Career Center. Lots more to learn about it, and we will we will be sharing additional resources over time. So again, thanks, Keisha. Thanks, Luke, for being my guest. Thanks, Jenny. You've been listening to Ermia Matters. You can find more information about Ermia at www.urmia.org. For more information about this episode, check out the show notes available to Ermia members in the Ermia Network Library.